Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind I hear my conscience call Telling me I need a girl who's as sweet as a dove For the first time in my life, I see I need love There I was, giggling about Welcome back to Your Week Ahead with Mama Dada Astrology Right here live on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network Thank you so much for joining us once again so we can get ahead and stay ahead. Uh, wow, there's, of course, a, a lot to cover this week. I think last week, just with the eclipse, that last eclipse was all we needed. <laughs> and so um, we are coming up on actually another lunation that we'll be discussing here in the week ahead, which is the new moon in Libra. So I know a lot of people are going to be real, real ready for that um, and everything associated with that. We'll dig into it real deep. It's so juicy, y'all, and it's it's going to be good. I hope y'all's expectations and feelers are up for the fresh energy that's on the horizon for us. Uh, we'll get started. I definitely want to pay homage, respect, honor, revere our divine ancestors who who are the reason why we're able to be here. And so I say to to that um, and to them. And definitely want to um, thank Brother Anu for allowing us to come back once again so we can just get the party started for the week ahead. I love it. I want to say thank you and appreciate, I couldn't get the chat to pull up this week, um, but I appreciate the people that go on and just drop little love notes or um, put their questions in the chat. I appreciate the love and the the astro talk. That's why I'm on here because I love to do it. So feel free if you are online and would like to call in, area code 818-369-0368. You can call in to listen or you can press 1 after you call in to raise your hand if you have a question or would just like to add to the discussion. Thank you so much for my callers last week who just, you know, wanted to chime in and talk talk about some things. Um, Additionally, if you refer to the episode information, if you're online, that's the description of the show, then you will see uh, we've added a new link as of last week. It was brought to my attention that I should have a link for people who would like to donate to Mama Dada Astrology. And uh, right below that is the link for the Uhuru Academy of Fort Worth, a private um, African-centered educational school here in Fort Worth and uh, a, a link to the uh, group me for them. 
please, please, please click and give. Our babies deserve it, and they appreciate it, and the the donations go to great use. Um, new things happening all the time at Uhuru Academy, so you can see the dollars going to work. So thank you in advance, Asante Sana. And with that, we're going to jump into the week. Uh, the week ahead we're discussing today is next Sunday, the 11th, or this coming Sunday, um, through the 17th, okay? We've been talking a lot about void, of course, moon, simply because there's been a lot of it going on. Um, I actually, a little antidote, I, I met somebody this past week, and we just had a really interesting conversation, and, you know, the chemistry and all that was there. It was a really powerful time meeting this person, and um <laughs> It just dawned on me because I've been talking about it here on the air so much. You know, hmm, I wonder if I met this person during a void, of course, moon because um, of all that we've been speaking on. And, of course, I did. These time periods that the void, of course, has been happening have just been so long. We've got one we're starting the week out within the week ahead that actually starts on October the 9th. Our week ahead starts on the 11th. The void starts on the 9th and is literally a day, 10 hours, and 33 minutes. And the moon doesn't enter Libra until 3.45 a.m. Central Standard Time on Sunday the 11th. That's quite a long time to not be initiating new things. And the powerful thing about, um, you know, meeting this person was that, obviously, we did meet. That was an initiation of some kind. But we can, I can choose, (laughs) since I know about Void of Forest Moons, to not initiate or move forward. You can't help accidentally running into someone. That's kind of Uranus, unexpected events, you know, sudden things. But to move forward and initiate something is a whole nother thing. So I think I'm in the clear. We just need to wait. I've been advising people, and I'm taking my own advice not moving forward with anything until after the 9th when Mercury goes direct for sure. We're going to discuss the 12th here in a minute, which is the new moon in Libra. That's kind of a new energy, an initiating energy, an intentional energy. Um, That would be good. And even better if you waited till Mercury got out the zone. Um, So uh, I definitely practice what I preach to the best of the ability that um I have as we go as we go about delineating all this information. So like I said, we've got a day, ten hours, thirty three minutes of void energy that we're starting the week with. We're starting the week with this void energy and just to run it through real quick, let me Run over this void information really quick. It's easy to, you know, remember what not to do, but I definitely want to remind you guys what to do. Void moon. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, so definitely avoid (laughs) meeting. I say it says meeting new people with whom you want a long-term relationship, but I say, you know, meeting up. You can't really help who you meet. I mean, what was I supposed to do with this, you know, huge smile staring at me and this beautiful person? 
Um, can't help that. But as far as like meeting up with this person, obviously I, I haven't seen them since, <laughs> but we've been in touch, so it's cool. Um, you don't want to, you know, job interviews. Uh, obviously, no one's having a job interview um, to start the week on Sunday, so that shouldn't be a big deal. Um, big purchases, not not that during that time. Uh, starting any kind of new project or launching a new business or starting a new job, none of that should really come into play, hopefully, for you. But just FYI, from the 9th, it is October the 9th, 5.12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Void, uh, just as a reminder, the last aspect that the moon makes major aspect that the moon makes to a planet before it changes into a new sign is what throws it into void of course status, okay? And so that last aspect of moon trining Pluto on October the 9th at 5.12 p.m. Central Standard Time is what sets that void of course moon into motion. And it doesn't go into the new sign of Libra until October the 11th, Sunday at 3.45 a.m., Central Standard Time. So when you wake up on Sunday, feel free to initiate and start all the new stuff you want to. Um, until then, starting uh, Friday, this Friday evening, gosh, that seems like such a long time. Friday evening until you wake up Sunday morning, so definitely all day Saturday, you want to focus on finishing up projects that you already started. Okay, you want um, any editing or reviewing of anything, refining, um, probably get some really good sleep. (laughs) Rest and sleep tends to be more peaceful during this time. It's a divine time to get rid of anything of excess. And in keeping with that, taking stock of anything, making to-do lists and finding anything lost. And you can definitely... Um, meet up and have social activity and events with established friends and family, okay? All right, moving on. Uh, The moon enters, when you wake up on Sunday, the moon will be in Libra. Libra ought to be a very familiar energy to us all by now. The sun is currently in Libra. Uh, No, no, Jupiter's in Virgo. Um, The sun's in Libra. We're about to have a new moon in Libra. Libra is that. It's ruled by Venus, the planet of love and money. So definitely Libra has to do with relationships and the value we place on those specifically. Relationships of all kinds, business relationships, platonic relationships, um, and partnerships. So when the moon is in Libra, with moon being uh, emotions and habits, what, what, what makes us comfortable, what, what's going to make us most comfortable and emotionally satisfied starting out this week ahead is going to be any kind of order that we're creating, not like a Virgo order or create, um, Virgo creating order through kind of organizing, but more of the order that is created in our relationships 
with others and the order that is created through the beauty in our environment. Venus, of course, is not only the planet of love and money, but of beauty and harmony, okay? And, and you know, even food, like comfort food, you know? So um, during this time, we're going to tend to solve our problems through diplomacy. We're going to be more willing to be at harmony and peace because that's what's going to emotionally satisfy us during this time. We're going to be more willing to put aside our own emotions for the sake of achieving that peace and harmony and diplomacy with other people. And um, Libra is a kind of a vacillating energy because Libra can see both sides of the situation in order to achieve the harmony and the peace and the diplomacy. So we could tend to be indecisive during this time, okay? Uh, Tend to want to avoid direct confrontation. We'd rather not do that. And so um, and there's an inherent kind of fear of losing the approval of others as well, okay? We don't really want to rock the boat. Uh, Libra, the scales, we, we, we want to be as balanced as possible in our relationships. And so during the time of a Libra moon, activities that are generally favored are going to be any activities related to beauty, Okay, so find that's going to satisfy us to tend to our beautification needs. Okay, um, any activities that do involve that teamwork uh, element and cooperating with another, those are going to be favored. Um, any activities that involve self-examination. Okay and uh, relationship and partnership issues, okay? Since we're wanting that harmony and peace and all that, why not uh, have a favorable activity be, you know, dealing with anybody else? Because likely it will be harmonious, you know, if those are our intentions. Okay, so that's setting off the week, that moon in Libra energy. While the moon is in Libra, October the 11th, on Sunday, at 6.51 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will have been building up to a Jupiter-Pluto trine, okay, Um, going on in the second deacon at 13 degrees of Virgo and Capricorn. So uh, these are some pretty powerhouse planets. Jupiter is ruling expansion, advancement, law. Um, Pluto is, <laughs> wow, you know, it's huge. It's transformation. Every time I talk about it, I just feel the magnanimity of it by way of being transformational, death and rebirth, the phoenix rising from the ashes, the caterpillar turning into the butterfly, never to be a caterpillar again. It's utter and complete transformation. Now, trining, which is a, the most harmonious aspect known in astrology, to the planet of abundance and, you know, expansion and law um, and business, it just 
You know, doesn't that sound good already? So let me break it down just a little bit. Uh, Under this influence on Sunday evening, uh, we might uh, enjoy increased influence, faith, insight, strong influence for business, the law, and and commerce. a desire for more personal significance, okay? And uh, that could lead us to give of ourselves or it could uh, motivate us to pursue uh, with more ambition our personal or professional goals, okay? Pluto's given us that, that power, that transformational power push to Jupiterian themes. Um, like business and law and faith, okay? Um, we also have, um, we will have an uncanny, an ability to sway or persuade under this influence. That's going to be enhanced at this time. Um, taking steps to better ourselves. You put positivity and advancement with transformation and change, and there you have it, a divine opportunity to take steps to better ourselves or solve a long-standing problem, okay? Uh, an increase in our personal power and influence can occur under this uh, trans- transit, and we can use power to positively transform our own life, our environment, and the lives of um, other people, Uh these are both outer planets, so it, it really, I wouldn't look for it. It can occur in us personally, our own, you know, personal environment. But think bigger. Whenever Jupiter's involved, plus Pluto, come on, think bigger. Broaden the realm of possibilities when you're listening to um, how this influence in transit can play out. We can definitely feel more in control of situations, find ourselves in positions of power and authority in group settings. That's why I say think bigger than just you're for and no more. Think more global, think more community-oriented. Some of the biggest gains during this period can come from maintaining high morals. That's Jupiter right there, okay? Uh, And... uh, acting more selflessly. Jupiter is a very spiritual planet. Jupiter rules Sagittarius. Sagittarius is all about spirituality. Uh, unlike um, the spirituality of Neptune, Jupiterian spirituality centers more around, you know, morality and and and, and law and things of that nature, okay? Um you can still have gains, you know, I'm telling you to act more selflessly and, um, you know, have have high morals, you can still gain by putting yourself above others, but the lasting transformative qualities that are associated with this transit, with Pluto being involved, are really going to come from uh, going ahead and being um, more selfless around this time, especially if you tend to be a selfish bastard <laughs> around, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, give or take even a few more days than that because we're really dealing with the, these these more outer 
uh, transiting planets that take longer. So it's not like a sun transit or a moon transit that lasts a day or so. Think longer and bigger, okay? Expand with this influence in, in, in every way. Uh, it, it also, this energy could also include promotion on the career, um, leading to increased wealth and power, okay? Um, if you take a trip, Jupiter rules, you know, um, Sagittarius long-distance journeys, whether it's a physical journey or or figuratively you're taking a long-distance journey, um, these journeys that you make now are going to greatly transform your outlook on life. And the the events and circumstances associated with this transit, you will remember them as once-in-a-lifetime experiences, okay? So overall, this is a very satisfying and evolving transit and phase, okay? Let's move on. Now, the, the transit I'm about to talk to you about now, initially, you're probably going to think, oh, it's Sun and Libra opposing Uranus and Aries at 18 degrees in the second decanate. That's exact on on Sunday the 11th, later on in the evening at 10.49 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh, the sun's opposing Uranus. Eh, no biggie. Uh, you know, personal power, willpower being associated with the sun, ego opposing um, in Aries, Uranus, sudden expected events. But let me tell you, this particular transit is one to be on the lookout for like no other. See about it later on when we discuss the new moon, but it's it's the most significant aspect of this new moon, aside from the sun uh, and the moon being conjunct in Libra. So let's break it down. Freedom, that's Uranus, okay? In Aries, which is a sign you know, that doesn't need any introduction, okay? And um, it's it's refusal to conform. Uranus is the rebel. And so uh, what we want um, is going to be somewhat unstable and changeable at this time. And it's interesting that it's preceding the new moon. Uh, because uh, with new moon intentions and things like that, the Uranus element of instability and changeability is going to play a factor, and you can't really plan for that, okay? Uh, As a matter of fact, sudden changes of plans are very likely around this time. We're talking about Sunday late night, 10.49 p.m. Central Standard Time, going into the new moon. I'll give you the dates and times for that here in just a second. Uh, We can be stimulated to try new approaches, okay? Aries is that new energy, um, the energy of newness. It's the very first sign in the zodiac, and it's a cardinal sign as well. And so uh, if you're feeling, you know, if you're suffering from boredom, you will suffer no more <laughs> around the time of this sun opposite um, sun opposition to Uranus. It's gonna c- 
cut that boredom right out. Uh, We could definitely feel the drive to do something new, but avoid being hasty around this time. Uranus in Aries is not going to favor us just blasting through and not considering um, others or and not even considering, you know, our decision, our own decisions more carefully. So avoid that. Um, unexpected and exciting encounters are um, a possibility with this energy. So it's definitely, don't be scared when I talk about Uranus and Aries. Aries is an energy um, that, you know, violence could be associated with that energy, uh, sharp, blunt objects, and then Uranus and unexpected events, especially when you're talking about opposition to the sun, which is our ego and will. Um, but it also could be, if we're not vibrating that low, it could also be unexpected and exciting encounters and events that shake up our world, okay? Now, adapting to any of these changes is going to require extra effort, okay? Um, The excitement of it all, Uranus, you know, rules, electricity and lightning, um, our nervous system, Uh, The excitement of it all could leave our nerves frayed, okay? So um, I was reading somewhere this week that excitement, nervousness, and worry all reside in the same place in our bodies energetically. So getting too excited could shoot, shot, you know, your nerves. It could overload, okay? So um, watch for that as well. Um, unexpected changes, maybe possibly unwanted changes uh, of this transit could manifest. We could see it manifest in ourselves. Um, We could see it manifest through a partner. Depending on where it's hitting your chart, it could be reflected um, through a partner or through an external event that happens in or around us. Okay. for some, it could be upsetting initially, okay, and it it could cause us to want to resist the change, but um, we could move forward in a better way if we're willing to keep an open mind about it all, okay? Uh, we could be anticipating something new on the horizon, I know I am. (laughs) After all this eclipse energy, oh, my God, I'm definitely anticipating and expecting, you know, something new. And with the new moon coming up, of course, but this particular transit of sun opposite Uranus is so very closely associated. The new moon is dealing with the sun conjuncting the moon, okay? And this particular transit is dealing with that same sun opposite Pluto. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Opposite Uranus. And so uh, that could also denote like a nervous anxiety. So watch for that. Um, And so to satisfy, you know, to to combat that, uh, definitely you may want to consider doing something out of the ordinary, kind of getting a jump on this Uranus energy and not waiting for 
a sudden and unexpected event to happen to you, you initiate that uh, Uranus is uh, rules Aquarius. Um, and so um, co-rules Aquarius. And so, you know, doing something different, kind of off the beaten path, thinking outside of the box, these activities are going to be favored if you want to initiate that sudden unexpected energy instead of sitting around, you know, with nervous anxiety, hoping that nothing, uh, you know, is happens to you. Uh, so definitely doing something out of the ordinary is going to satisfy that curiosity. And uh, if you don't, the electric and spontaneous energy may escape in a destructive way, okay, such as a, a accident, a minor accident of some sort, that, that Aries energy. It, it can be, um, it can speak of accidents of some kind. Uh, radical is another key word for Uranus energy. And so um, seeing that energy in someone else close to you, radical energy, odd behavior in someone very close to you, that could cause you anxiety. You know, once again, you, this energy could be in you, in someone else close to you, or in an event, okay? Uh, they may be acting out in that odd behavior or radical behavior because they are seeking that personal freedom for themselves and they don't know how to utilize the energy on a higher level. So that's how it may play out. And so um, if you're resisting them because of it or trying to dominate them because of it, uh, it's gonna just all it's gonna do is further encourage the rebelliousness um, that you that you see in them. Okay, uh, as a result, arguments or separation could result from the impatience that you're having with them or an inability on your part to simply adapt. Okay, um, it's also possible with this energy that someone new could enter your life, actually cause a little havoc, <laughs> you know, do their little Uranus and Aries thing, and then leave just as quickly as they came, okay? Um, this energy being reflected in someone new, uh, they could seem really peculiar or elicit a response out of you that is odd or radical for you. Okay. Um, there will probably be something you don't like about them that will actually be part of your behavior that needs changing. If you don't allow your ego to get in the way, you can see that and, you know, take that as a divine opportunity to initiate change. That's why I say I love doing my new moon intentions in advance, but th I think this one I might wait for. <laughs> You know, just to kind of see, because it, it it may change. My intentions may change. Um, the the likelihood of change for everyone during this time leading up to the new moon is extremely high. So, uh, planning's gonna be a little difficult. It could be very difficult. 
So the best thing right now or or at during this particular time um, in our week ahead next Sunday late night around 11 o'clock is going to be to go with the flow, okay? Go with the flow and just see what happens. Um, Uh, the degree of orb that this particular transit of sun opposite Uranus is one degree. Zero degrees is exact, and this is at one degree. So it's a very, very strong influence to the new moon. And um, I do have just a handful of horoscopes for this influence simply because it affects particular deacons um, for particular signs directly. And I'll just run through these real quick before I get into the new moon information and those horoscopes. And I also see we have a hand up, so I'll um, take that call before I get into the new moon info. All right. So Aries, those of you born March 31st to April the 9th, you are born in the second deacon of Aries, okay? There are three deacons in any sign. The first 10 degrees, the cardinal. The middle 10 degrees, the fixed. This is the fixed deacon that we're, um, which is so interesting because it's a fixed energy, but then Uranus is going to come mix all that up, (laughs) And then we've got the mutable deacon, that last 10 degrees of the 30 degrees in every sign, okay? So Aries Deacon 2, born March 31st to April 9th. Um, this sun opposite Uranus energy is going to bring a sense of anticipation around relationships, especially for you, okay? Some kind of change you may be anticipating in your relationships. Uh, that's the feeling that's going to be coming leading up until this new moon. And I know it's a new moon in Libra that's already surrounding relationships. So for you, this is like really just a double intensity of this anticipation in this particular area of life. Gemini Deacon 2s, those born June the 1st to June the 10th, this particular sun opposite Uranus transit, And I want y'all to be looking between the dates of October 10th through the 13th. Yes, this is exact on the 11th, but you've got that energy. It's it's getting stronger as it builds up to being exact. And then, of course, you deal with the lingering effects of the energy afterwards. So keep what I'm saying in mind for that span of dates, October the 10th through the 13th. For Gemini Deacon 2s, June 1st to 10th, um, this is bring this energy is bringing changing circumstances. While many others will find this upsetting, Gemini's Deacon 2, you will be able to make the most of the opportunities at hand. I've, I've uh, taken these horoscopes from AstrologyKing.com, and I'm pretty sure that the reason why Geminis are going to be able to um, make the most of the opportunities at hand. We had a caller last week, um, and he has a Gemini son, and I was, you know, mentioning to him about that sign being one that it 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 uh, rules kind of variety, and, and it's mutable, so 
probably the mutable signs are going to be a lot better handling. Mutable signs uh, can handle change better. They're more flexible. So may not be a big deal, the Gemini Deacon 2. So good for y'all. Cancer Deacon 2, those born July 2nd to 12th. For you, sun opposite Uranus energy that has a really powerful, powerful impact and influence on the new moon is going to bring another, um, you know, challenging kind of experience for you, okay? Um, This time you must confront unexpected changes or sudden events which require rapid responses from you. Unpredictable and upsetting transit coincides with the powerful Jupiter-Pluto transit that I mentioned that is occurring on the same day. Just a few hours earlier, it's exact. Suggesting a change in required or associated with major success. Okay? That's going to come into play. So, uh, for Cancer Deacon 2, born July 2nd to 12th, you may want to rewind once once this is in the archives and just take note of that. Uh, you may want to contact me directly here at My Astrology Coach, um, Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at MyAstrologyCoach.com or directly through the Mama Dada Astrology uh, page on Facebook and Mama Dada Astro on Twitter. Uh, for a personal uh, reading or report on how these transits are affecting your particular natal chart. So you will know what area to expect. That's, I mean, hey, unexpected is cool, but when you know at least what area of life to narrow it down to or areas of life to narrow it down to, um you could be better prepared, like this, like this particular horoscope is saying. Um, it's going to require a rapid response from you. It's going to be sudden and unexpected, but you're going to have to move and act on it quickly, okay? Respond to it quickly. Leo's Deacon 2, those born August 3rd to 12th. Um, the sun opposite Uranus is bringing unexpected and exciting encounters or events which can shake up your world in a good way, okay, Leo Deacon 2? While many others will respond with anxiety and resistance, you will see opportunities for progress in the changing condition. Libra Deacon 2, those born October 3rd to 12th, uh, for you, this energy is bringing unexpected and exciting encounters or events which shake up your world. Adapting to any changes requires extra effort, and any excitement may leave your nerves frayed. So Libra Deacon 2, those born October 3rd to 12th, definitely get a reading or a report and see how you can get on the high end the high, um, vib- highest vibration of this energy is never a doomsday with astrology. There's always um, a higher vibration you can hit these energies on, okay, and make the most of it. Sagittarius Deacon 2s, those born December 2nd to 11th, um, this sun opposition to Uranus can result in unexpected events which many people will find very stressful. 
Both planets are working for you, however, so this represents an opportunity for breakthroughs and success, okay? Capricorn Deacon 2s, those born January 1st to the 10th of January. The sun opposite Uranus transit is going to force a change, force a change, and bring exciting encounters or events which shake up your world. Adapting to any changes will require extra effort, and any excitement could leave your nerves frayed as well. Um, these unexpected and quite possibly unwanted changes can manifest in yourself through a partner or through an external event, okay? Your deacon is going to be directly affected as well. And lastly, Aquarius deacon twos, those born January 30th to February the 8th, um, this particular transit is going to force a rapid or unexpected change in your life. You will need to adapt very quickly to make the most of any opportunities this change presents. Aquarius, I know you don't want to hear that. You're a fixed sign, uh, but you can do it. You're also ruled by Uranus, okay? So it should be a more familiar energy to you. You can do it. Contact us here if you need a little guidance, a little astrological, spiritual guidance. All right. I am going to pick up the line as soon as I grab a piece of paper. I don't rely on anything less because with uh, Mercury still retrograde and these gadgets doing what they want to, I have lost information from callers before, and that's not good. (laughs) So. All right, I've got the caller from 818-222. You're live on the air with Mama Dada Astrology. Peace. Hi, happy Whimsical Wednesday to you. Thank you. You as well. What's your name? Enchantress. Enchantress, I love it. What can we do for you today, Enchantress? Well, I didn't hear you say anything about Virgos. And um, I happen to be sensitive to everything. <laughs> so I was just gotcha. curious. Yeah, it already started, but it starts That's okay. That. I didn't have a horoscope directly for Virgos with this one. It's just not directly impacting um, Deacon 2 of Virgos. But uh, I, I do have horoscopes for Virgos for the new moon. And like I said, this particular transit directly impacts the new moon. So, yes, something for you is in the um, horoscopes to come that will uh, definitely give you a, a heads up for the energy coming up right after this particular transit. I take it your sun is in Virgo. Yep. Seems like, okay. and also my moon sign, um, I don't know if you, the moon sign plays a role too. I'm finding a lot about, Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. yeah. And if you're Your a highly sensitive person, too. it's even mm-hmm. double. Like the first Mercury uh, I ever experienced that I was aware of it, oh, I felt it the day before. I didn't even know what was happening. Even my dogs and my son were feeling it. After that, it exactly. wasn't so bad. It was the first mm-hmm. one. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But every moon before and after and during or any of these things, we feel it, I guess, being sensitive to things, elements, I feel it. And the animals Absolutely. do too. Yeah. 
So I wanted to share that with you. And today, my vibes are really high. So and they were yesterday. So well, you know what's yeah. so interesting? I, I had spoken earlier in the show that I met a person here in the past week, and uh, it, it seems like every time these ingresses and changes, I did a post about it earlier in the week that you know not only is Venus moving out of its shadow phase. Um, it's going back into Virgo. And <laughs> there was a big, you know, shift um, into Capricorn energy. It was a full moon in Capricorn. And I met a Capricorn, like, right before the full moon manifested. Uh, I manifested a, Vir- a Capricorn in my ex- experience. And the same thing is happening with all this Virgo energy. We've got Jupiter in Virgo. We've got Mars in Virgo. And now Venus is about to join the Virgo party. And so I manifested, I manifested a Virgo caller. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, exactly. that's so funny you said manifest. I've been writing that. Okay, you are empathic. I, you probably have all those gifts in a channel and all of those things. But what's been happening to me lately is that whatever I'm thinking, it's like breathing. But now I'm being more aware of it and saying, okay, if it's, it's a surprise for me that well, you understand what I'm saying, even if I don't even have to say the words, that our thoughts are so strong that they'll just happen, exactly. whatever you're thinking. Not only that, um, we there, Neptune is still retrograde, which, you know, imp- people who were already empathic or had strong Neptune influence in their charts even more so right now. And I do have strong Neptune in my chart. Um But we just had a very impactful um, Neptune transit that was exact yesterday on the 6th, Mars opposition in Neptune. And that, you know, brought brought about some fogginess and confusion and, you know, where am I? Really? It was yesterday? I gave my friends such a hard time yesterday. I kept on saying, make me believe, make me my believe. And he says, dream good dreams. I said, I can't dream I can't make things happen if you don't tell me what's clear, what clearly you want. But and I'm beginning to think. Yeah, but I'm it's mystical. Not, He's, still, I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. No, I'm a mystical person. Sometimes it's better for me not to speak what's on my mind. He's a realistic. Mm-hmm. He has it all. And me, when I don't say anything, things happen. When I do say mm-hmm. it. the opposite could happen and he's a Virgo too and he says I can't read your mind but the thing is I don't know I don't get any of this how these things happen with energy and And vibrations you're not going to right now it's not going to be forthcoming right now that's why I was mentioning it and bringing it up I meant to mention it in the recap I did at the beginning of the show, but it skipped my mind. But that was just yesterday. That influence is still lingering and strong. Neptune is going to bring that. And I said that on last week's show when we were discussing um, the Mars-Op-Neptune transit of this week of yesterday because it's not going to be forthcoming. Wow. It just hang clarity up. And just tap into. <laughs> I'm normally right that now, way. <laughs> at least for right now, hang it up for right now and tap more into the higher expert. Like you're talking about dreams and imagination, and you know, good sleep <laughs> and spirituality. Oh, oh gosh, I don't sleep that well. <laughs> That's so funny. So, Oh my gosh! So I have this whole thing about manifest, manifesting, clearing, all of that, and it's 
I can't under I owe OCD over some things, and I now I know why. It's it's well, the elements that do it to my mind. <laughs> that and we also had a sun um, Pluto transit uh, yesterday as well. So you're I, I I love talking to people, especially when I can astrologically explain what's going on. <laughs> proves, it proves for them number one. Th- th- I say this loosely that they're not crazy. We're all a little crazy, but you know, <laughs> they're not. They're not crazy. The energy is there for us all to interpret and experience in our own ways. Hopefully, uh, the highest vibration possible for us all. But you know, take take heart in knowing that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, Enchantress. Okay, I appreciate Thank you. you. So and you're welcome. And, you know, stick close. We're live on the air every Wednesday at 3 p.m., and I just appreciate you listening. Okay, well, I thank you. And you you reassured me what's going on. I mean, one part of me is right on, you know, like I don't even know why I opened the computer and you were there, but this is the way <laughs> the universe happens, and yes. I don't question anything anymore. But the exactly. other part, when it comes to people's intentions and relationships, that goes out the door. <laughs> you know, all I have to say on that is a big sigh. <laughs> and, and I think so. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was no, just going to say. Ahead. Sometimes I feel I'm from another planet. You know, when people understand it, even people that are empathic come up to me and they say all these things, and sometimes I fall off my shoes, and they say, "But you." You know more than you know, and I go, I don't. Exactly. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. We just, it, it, this just is not the energy to necessarily feel so comfortable in that. You know, we're questioning things. Libra alone is bringing the indecisiveness. Wow, the all of these things questioning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's amazing. So these other people that seem to have it together, and I wonder, whoa, you're so empowered. Is it? Sometimes I wonder if it's an act or not when sometimes they're over the top. Whoa, that's so interesting you said that. And Yep, and then like I said, you're about to hear with this Libra New Moon information, and, and I've already given the sun Uranus information that is directly influencing it. Like I said, when you're talking about Uranus, for everybody who thinks that, you know, I, I swear, I just t- talked to a Libra, Okay, My daughter's Libra. a Libra. <laughs> yep, just talked to a Libra. We, we were discussing um, uh, the events surrounding their birthday, which happens to be a day after this last lunar eclipse. And was the, the 23rd and, of September? No, it was the 28th, oh, okay. 27th, depending on your time zone. And mm-hmm. I mean, never would have guessed in a million years this person has been on the same job for decades. And the news that they had to tell me was that the day before their birthday, they were laid off due to restructuring of the company. And I couldn't believe it. This person is a is a well educated professional, been in his been in their field for years. Wow, that's interesting. You should say that. My, you, what you're just saying is like the echoing of what the universe. It said yesterday to my mom was telling me about my cousin. I don't know what sign she is, but that's not unusual. That's just happened yesterday to some people. And I just said, well, the unit, there's a reason for all of this. Now she's starting something new. So it's incredible it's, because, go ahead. Wow. 
Because okay, I want to share one more thing with you, and then I'll, I'll um, I don't want to overtake anything. But no, the, we're, I know we're, I know we're in the fifth dimension, and right before it happened, I said to my son, "Everything's going to come true that you want." And the next day, he said, "Mom, it's all gone." And we found out he was involved with this con man. And then I said, "Something good's going to come from this." Well. It did. He decided to start his own company, and he believed in his visions. He's doing everything he wanted. You know, he's going forward, and everything so far, working the way. And I saw his vision, and it's all coming together. And I, I, I think you can see other people's visions. And the thing is, when that happens, ooh, that can be complex because you want things to go your way. At least I want things mm-hmm. to go my way. And if right. they do it another way. That's what I'm having a hard time with this friend of mine. He goes to so many projects, and I said, but I fell into your vision. I, I believed in you. I went against the family because I believed in you. And and you're telling me you don't you can't think clear or these things you keep changing to a different direction, a project? So, you know, you can hear I'm insecure. But it's I also... It's all been a line up. It's, uh, <laughs> Thank you. You'll have to go back and listen to a couple of shows ago when I talked about the lunar eclipse, the impact and the reverberations from this magnanimous life-altering lunar eclipse is going to be felt and impactful for us up until the next set of eclipses coming up in March and April of 2016, okay? So be patient with yourself. Be patient with others. The, it's the, complicated because you're saying astrology. Other people say about numerology. I take it all into account, everything, and then you know mix yes. it all together. So the yes. numerology says one thing, but then yesterday they were saying about six and seven, and and they're saying you know all these things. I'm going, hmm, this is going more what you're saying, but the other person was saying this. Who do you believe? <laughs> take it. You believe your higher self. You believe your higher self, you take it all into account, and you check in with your higher self, and you can't go wrong. Get real quiet and meditative and peaceful and calm and, and, you know, as... Uh Uh-huh. What sounds truthful in your side, your heart? I thank you so much. I wish you a good day. you guys i'm not so sure what happened you know mercury retrograde's a mother (laughs) uh enchantress it was so wonderful talking to you um it's interesting that you said that about your son simply because that was the what i was encouraging uh the libra that i know to do and and their response to me was actually that yes uh they're taking this layoff in stride and focusing more on enjoying themselves and enjoying, um, you know, taking the advantage of the the free time that they now find themselves with until they find something different or better. And so that's that, that was a powerful phone call. Thank you so much once again. And we're going to move right into um, the new moon in Libra information and horoscopes, okay? I'm just going to do a really quick check to make sure I can, I'm assuming that I can be because I see the little timer running, but uh, it never hurts to be double sure. 
before we go too far. Okay, so the new moon, very heavily influenced by this sun opposition Uranus influence, okay? Uh, so the, the, the new moon is definitely subject to... Subject to, I can hear myself, so it's all good. Um, to the change and excitement of Uranus, um, some aspects less strong than the Sun Uranus opposition obviously are still going to affect the new moon chart. Um, and those, those aspects do suggest lingering sadness in relationships and disillusion or dissatisfaction. So um, uh, this is the first new moon since the eclipse, um, and it does represent a change in circumstances. So you could see that that uh, change for you. Uh, some of us are once and for all leaving behind the dramas um, of relationships and taking this divine opportunity of the new moon to do something different, okay, to um, utilize uh, these intense passions and desires to motivate uh, a major transformation. So, you know, some of us, we've been waiting on this Libra new moon, especially since the eclipse season. Um, so uh, it definitely is going to bring a chance for excitement in romance um, when you throw that Uranus element in and uh, big-time success and happiness when you throw the uh, Jupiter-Pluto influence and element in because that is uh, associated with this as well. So without further ado, um, I hope, Enchantress is still listening because I'm about to get into these horoscopes, okay? Aries, the new moon occurring October 12th in Libra, which is obviously opposite your sign, uh, is definitely going to have a feel of partnerships in it for you. So... We're just now going to be coming out of the Mercury retrograde in the same area of space Um, that occurs on the 9th, and so this new moon's on the 12th just a few days later. And so this is going to help you, Aries, to fix the retrograde problems much faster. You can feel much better in your relationships and have opportunities presented to you through Others, you look for this new moon energy more so than anybody else to manifest through others, your relationship with others, keyword being others. Or it'll be a divine opportunity presented to you to do something with a partner. You can let the people in your life shine and you can work out compromises, not feeling the need to win as you normally do, dear Aries. Um, You can work on striking a balance in your life and are more charming. This is your new moon, Aries, okay, because it seems like everything that Aries is, this energy is the antithesis of. It's your opposing sign, and it's a divine time to do something new as it pertains to others. 
these uh, horoscopes are coming from the Dark Pixie Astrology, but of course, you know, I got to put my Mama Dada Astrology influence on it. Um, for Taurus, this new moon occurring in Libra is going to bring great energy for you uh, to also fix some retrograde problems that came about um, since September the 17th. And you can have new work opportunities, improve your work environment, and get along better with coworkers. You can streamline your daily life to become more productive and efficient, or you can work on improving your lifestyle to live healthier. It's also a good time to work on having healthy outlets for stress so you don't get so stressed out in the future. Okay, Taurus, this is the thing you're sick of work, health, and daily routine. All right, Gemini, for you, uh, you can start a new creative project. This is fifth house here. You can pick up a new hobby. You can meet someone new if you're single. You can have a fun date night if you're in a relationship. Or you can see your child presented with an exciting new opportunity if you have any. And you can let out your own inner child. So this is happening in your fifth house of fun and romance and hobbies and creative um, projects. So definitely doing something new in this area for my Geminis and Gemini Rising is going to really, really allow you to uh, maximize this energy. Once again, whatever you're planning to do, since we got Uranus involved, just expect the unexpected and uh, stay flexible. You can definitely start a home improvement project or renovation. Okay, this is happening in your fourth house. Uh, you could buy or sell real estate. You could move, dear cancers. You could see family presented with a new opportunity or you can have one presented to you through them. Uh, you tend to feel better emotionally around this time, and you feel that your internal foundation is strong, powerful, wonderful cancer, okay? Good for y'all. All right, Leo. Um, you can come up with new ideas and new plans. This is third house of communication and thinking, mental pursuits of all kinds and travel as well, uh, you can come up with new plans. You can start working on a writing project, Leo. You can embark on a new mentally stimulating venture. You could work on a project in your community. Um, you can help out a young person. Uh, third house also rules young people. Or you could do something with a sibling, so ruled by the third house. Virgo, for you, you can have a new financial opportunity, second house of, of, of your personal finances and personal values. You could start a new second job or a side gig for extra money. Uh, Virgo, you could also push for a raise and feel more secure and stable. And you benefit from being stable and you feel good about yourself. So this is a really good new moon for y'all as well. Libra, oh Libra, <laughs> Mercury just came out of your sign. You got a new moon occurring in your sign. 
and so you're definitely going to feel good. You're going to feel confident, and you're going to feel ready to go. You're excited about the possibilities that are before you, and you can't wait to get started. You have more enthusiasm, and you want to see the bright side. So new opportunities can come your way, or you can make some for yourself. It's a good way to end a Mercury retrograde in your sign, okay? So good, good, good for y'all. You're definitely excited to let go of some of uh, some of the stuff that um, this new moon is definitely going to assist you in clearing out, okay? It's a clearing out energy for you, Scorpio. Some of the garbage that accumulated during the retrograde, it was happening in your 12th house, okay? And so uh, you're definitely excited to let go of some of this garbage that you accumulated, and you're definitely feeling ready to move on. As you do, you feel more enthusiastic about what you're making room for, okay? Twelfth house is not really a house of tangible things you can see, Scorpio, but internally you should definitely feel the newness, the freshness, of what happens once you've cleared out or once you're clearing out and making room for something new. Sagittarius, you can focus on your hopes and dreams, having a new opportunity to pursue or achieve one. Okay, that's wonderful, powerful. You got Jupiter, Pluto going on leading up to this new moon that's really expanding these opportunities for for growth and development. And so um, that influence being on the new moon, tap into that. Jupiter is your ruling planet. And so be on the lookout with Uranus involved, sudden and unexpected events for having a new opportunity to pursue or achieve one of your hopes, wishes, or dreams, okay? Or you could create an opportunity on your own to achieve and pursue hopes, wishes, and dreams. You can make new friends. You could join a new group, take up a new cause, or benefit from doing things in an unusual way. This is affecting your 11th house, dear Sagittarius, okay? Capricorn, you can be more enthusiastic about your goals. This is a real um, familiar area of space for you, the 10th house, because it's ruled by Saturn, your ruling um, planet. So uh, you can definitely be more enthusiastic about your goals, your direction, and you can ha- your career, and you can have opportunities to achieve a goal or you can set a new goal for yourself during this time. It will be highly beneficial if you do. You can make a good impression on the right person, and you can be confident in what you're doing. So that's for Capricorn. Aquarius. Um, you have some good energy on your side um, with Mercury coming out of retrograde with this new moon to fix any problems that arose during the Mercury retrograde, okay? You can plan a new trip. You can take up a new course of study. You can settle a legal problem or come up with a really big idea. 
um, you feel more optimistic about life and the opportunities you have, and you want to expand your life in new ways. So yet again, for you, that um, Jupiter-Pluto influence on this new moon is going to be impactful for you because it's occurring in your ninth house, which is a Jupiter-ruled house, okay? Um, Pisces, last but not least, never least, Pisces, I think I need to kind of write y'all off, (laughs) but don't sleep on Pisces. Um, For Pisces, you can start a new business partnership, okay? This is going on in your eighth house of other people's monties. So you can start a new business partnership or begin a new project that's mutually beneficial. You can have a positive financial opportunity. You can make a transformation of something for the better um, and have an easier time dealing with serious matters. So this is going on in your eighth house. It's a Pluto-ruled house. Once again, that Jupiter-Pluto transit, it, it may be uh, one that comes easier for you to deal with, okay, and capitalize on. I hate that word, but, you know, take advantage of. All right, that's the new moon horoscopes for y'all. If you have any, if you would like a new moon report, I love doing the lunation reports because they're so impactful and right on cue, Um, If you would like a new moon in Libra report for you for the next two weeks, it's definitely going to affect you up until then. Uh, And just holler at me. All right, we're going to round out the week on October the 13th, which is next Tuesday. I guess we're not rounding it out, but after such a huge lunation like this um, new moon in Libra, Seems like the rest is just details. Uh, But Mercury that just got out of retrograde, it's still going to be during the time of next Tuesday early in the morning, 4.54 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, It's still going to be in the shadow uh, phase coming out of these degrees that it's already covered in the retrograde. So it's not in new territory yet. But it's going to be sextiling Saturn, okay? Obviously, it already sextiled Saturn um, on the 6th, just a week prior to, which is yesterday, and August the 26th. So it's hitting these aspects that it already hit before because it's going forward again. So everything that it was, not everything, but a lot of what it was hitting going backwards as it goes forward, it's going to hit it again, okay? So this energy may feel very familiar to you, but it's definitely with with Mercury sextiling a, um, a little less harmonious but still harmonious aspect to Saturn, which is, you know, the hard work and rewards, the restriction, the seriousness, the maturity, it's going to be a really good time to get organized, okay, to do any detailed work and to prepare for the future. Um, any decisions you're making right now, Mercury rules thinking, any decisions you make around this time um, uh, leading up to uh, next Tuesday early morning is going to tend to be practical and well thought out, Okay. Mercury's still in the sign of Libra relationships and partnerships, business and otherwise. 
um, and Saturn is fresh into Sagittarius. We're 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 learning some really um, good Sagittarian lessons. And so uh, work done now is going to tend to have really tangible results. Um, it's an excellent couple of days for anything that's requiring you to think clearly. Okay, we're going to have the blessing and the gift of clear thinking, good judgment, and organizational skills during this time. If you have any paperwork that's been, you know, left to be <laughs> discovered or desired, um, it's going to be a good time to catch up. Got any studying or research you need or want to do? It's also going to benefit from um, that increased concentration and good memory we're going to be having. Uh, business dealings are favored. So it's a prime time to sign any contracts, enter in, into, into any negotiations. Reading the fine print will have the mental capacity and the concentration necessary to do it. Investments, uh, real estate, long-term investments, definitely favored. Uh, any long-range plans, uh, it's good to make them now uh, during this particular transit uh, because we're going to be able to benefit from common sense and practicality. So uh, our mental skills are going to be really acute, okay, and um, our our communication is going to be open and honest, okay? So uh, a lot of the discussions we're going to be having now, be it professional, be it personal, are going to be very serious in nature, okay? And uh, and we may feel uh, compelled to inform people about something that we've learned or discovered around this time. And others will too. You, you could hear when I'm talking to Enchantress. We we both, you know, are a, she's got as a Virgo, you know, which is Mercury ruled. My rising sign, I've said before on here, is Gemini. That's Mercury ruled. So then we we got this transit dealing with Mercury and Saturn, and you can see how easily through us how we both wanted to share at the same time. And so Saturn's real. Uh, um, conservative, it's slower, it slows things. So it shouldn't be like a Mars-type energy where we're wanting to bite each other's head off or, you know, I want to have the last word or I want to talk now. It should be more of just that desire to share what we have learned or discovered. Um, if if you are overdue for writing a blog post or a, a vlog, video blog um, on the Internet, this is definitely going to be a good time for that. You're going to come across as really knowledgeable um, and respected. And so um, so just as much as it's a good time for studying and learning, it's also going to be a great time for teaching, okay? Um, you may end up interacting with people much older or younger than yourself. You've got Mercury that rules Gemini, the third house, young people. And Saturn, which is the parent or the elder, so the opportunity for either one of those to play out. And um, you could also have a spark of interest in in your ancestors or elders and or the past in general. Okay. Um, 
Um, that leads, that's happening really, really early on uh, Tuesday the 13th, almost 12 hours later in the evening at 4.38 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday. That's when the moon enters Scorpio, okay? Um, let me see. Okay, what I didn't mention, <laughs> this is so interesting. For why the call keeps dropping, you guys, but I'm going to keep um, hopping back on as long as there's time left in the show to finish out the um, events for the week ahead. So I'm going to jump right back into what I was about to say that I neglected to say when I started talking about the new moon in Libra. But what throws us into the new moon, it throws us into void, of course. I, was, I started the show talking about void, of course. And the new moon happening, um, that's usually then Monday, um, October the 12th at 7.06 p.m. Central Standard Time throws us into a 21-hour a 21 21 and 32-minute period of void, of course, okay, which is interesting because during a void, of course, you're not supposed to make any new initiatives. <laughs> And so at the time of the new moon and for 21 hours and 32 minutes after, the moon will be in void. Of course, the sun conjuncting the moon is the last aspect that it makes that Monday night before uh, the moon goes into the new sign of Scorpio on um, Tuesday evening, early evening, okay? So, I mean, for myself, that kind of says for even more so because of the Uranus aspect associated with this lunation. We may have to wait, okay, about 21 hours and 30 or so minutes to initiate something new. And by the time that we do, or may, you know, you do what you want, but by the time that we do, We've got Tuesday early evening, 4.38 p.m., the moon entering Scorpio. Oh, what a better sign to initiate some things in because it's so passionate. You've waited, you know, this unexpected event or um, person or circumstance occurs, and you get to kind of rethink um, your intentions for this new season. Um, with the Libra new moon, and you're delving right into this Scorpionic energy to do it in, too. This Scorpio moon energy, we are going to derive that emotional satisfaction, okay, and comfort from intensity, okay? Be it passion, be it elation, be it desire, sorrow, Emotions are going to be felt on a deeply personal level, and we're going to like it, okay? We're motivated by the desire to get to the bottom of things. We instinctively read between the lines. We're not superficial at all during this time, okay? Um, We're urged to uncover our own power. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. And it's definitely going to be an excellent time to rid ourselves of old fears and limiting habits and uh, just 
you know, be intimate and passionate. What you want to not do or avoid is any manipulative tactics or being suspicious and brooding, okay? Under the Scorpio moon influence, activities that are generally favored are going to be anything dealing with intimacy at all, psychological examination, any kind of research or self-examination, anything to do with accounting, taxes, other people's money, and getting rid of old things, okay? It's an interesting energy when you're talking about new moon, but just keep that in mind as uh, the moon leaves void, of course, from the time of the new moon. Um, Then the very next evening, uh, the moon is going to go void, of course, again, this time only for eight hours and 20 minutes. But um, as of 7.58 p.m. Central Standard Time on Thursday the 14th, I'm sorry, I apologize, Wednesday the 14th, um, the moon sextiling Jupiter throws it into void, of course, for eight hours and 20 minutes. Then on Thursday the 15th, at 11.36 p.m., um, might be, it looks like it's actually 10.36 p.m. Central Standard Time, Mars is going to try on Pluto. Uh, the moon will still be void, of course, because it doesn't enter Sagittarius until 4 in the morning. So this next transit I'm going to discuss real quick of Mars trining Pluto which Jupiter just trying Pluto um, earlier, and now it's Mars' turn. That will kind of tell you how close Mars and Jupiter are getting by this point next week. And I will tell you all what that um, conjunction of Mars and Jupiter is going to feel like. But Mars trining Pluto um, on Thursday the 15th that evening around 10, 11 at night, is a very powerful aspect. You've got Mars, which is drive and, um, you know, energy and aggression, possibly violent, in a very the most harmonious aspect to that same Pluto transformation, you know. Um, So it's going to help us to focus on our goals. It's going to help us take decisive action, and it's going to help us go after what we want without stepping on each other's toes without inciting violence, okay? So this is a good thing. Mars probably won't have ever felt so good as when it's trining Pluto. Um, We're going to be willing to explore alternatives um, versus relying on the tried and true. We're not going to be afraid of of a challenge, and we're going to be willing to attempt to overcome obstacles, okay? We're going to feel empowered with this. Um, it's a strong, powerful energy for reworking something or overhauling something, anything transformational, anything that takes us from one level to the next. Um, We're going to get a really powerful surge of goal-directed energy. We're going to be focused on our goals more than likely during this time. Um, So, therefore, we're going to feel quite ambitious. we can be assertive at this time without being so aggressive, 
and we can be direct in achieving our desires while still maintaining a sense of harmony. So it's going to be like a really non-threatening approach um, that's going to win us cooperation from others, and it's going to impress people in power. Uh, We may be asked to take on a position of power around this time or initiate a major transition um, or project at work, something that needs uh, transforming. It's going to highlight any leadership potential we have. Conflict is going to be very unlikely under this influence, um, but confidence is going to be a key influence that's going to advance us through any challenging situation. It's going to be a great time to stand up and be counted, um, eliminating any obstacles that have been hindering our success. This also is going to apply to our inner psychology where we can transform any area of our lives that hasn't been working. Now, Mars and Pluto are very sexual as well, okay? We've got uh, Mars definitely ruling the sex drive and Pluto ruling Scorpio that's sexually um, impactful as well. So these are two sex planets, (laughs) so to speak. And so... uh, our sexual relations are definitely going to especially benefit from the increased passion that this energy is going to bring. We're going to be wielding a lot of power and influence, so it's going to be important to use that power wisely. Others are going to be magnetically drawn to us, especially if these planets rule your chart. If you're an Aries rising, if you're a Scorpio rising, watch out. <laughs> um be my so my Aries rising, Scorpio rising. Be mindful of your effect on others who may be weaker than you. Okay, um, in my new romance is very possible around this time, and itself, the new romance itself would bring a big transformation into your life. All right, um. You may be probing into mysteries of the deep around this time, uh, the in- increased passion and energy uh, expressing itself that way. So uh, deep research and the occult can definitely at this time lead to spiritual and physical healing. Uh, this transit favors investigations of all kinds, and you can become single-minded in uncovering deep and dark secrets. Just don't watch out for becoming obsessive and possessive and all those uh, negative lower influences of the energy where too much passion can be problematic is just likely not to be problematic with this trining influence. Okay, so that's going going on in, during a void, of course. Then the um, the moon enters Sagittarius on the 16th at 4.18 in the morning, Central Standard Time. Uh, When the moon is in Sagittarius, she's at her most optimistic and upbeat. That's the fun sign, (laughs) adventurous sign. Uh, We're going to be motivated for a need to seek the truth, especially after this, you know, scorpionic influence. And we're going to be ready to pursue a new vision, uh, which is really interesting because Scorpio is the sign that precedes Sagittarius, so 
It should it should feel whatever you know we come up against next week. It it really seems to kind of still yet flow, no matter how powerful, impactful, and you know life altering it may be. So fret not, okay? Just go with the flow. When in doubt, get really quiet and peaceful and calm, and just you know pay attention to that small voice. Uh, we're not going to be really interested in details when the moon is in Sagittarius. And uh, instead, we just want to see the big picture. We're um, satisfied on a deep emotional level by new experiences and adventures. Um, Spontaneity is going to be the key. And we are also could be inclined to overdoing and overstating we may not want to plan ahead and instead prefer to wing it, which under this influence, it should be just fine. When the moon is in Sagittarius, the activities that are favored is any kind of physical activity, sport, um, travel, any higher education um, pursuits, advertising, um, adventurous activities that involve kind of winging it, and starting publishing projects. All right, we just got two more um, influence, and we are um, definitely going to be ahead of the game. Uh, so then we got on Thursday night, 9.53 p.m. Central Standard Time, Venus in Virgo in direct opposition to Neptune, which, of course, reminds me of the conversation we just had with Enchantress because she's got that Virgo energy in her chart, especially with her son being there, um, which, which is where Venus is right now, uh, and it'll be moving into Virgo this week in direct opposition to that Neptune in Pisces, which it, it can be spiritual, imaginative, dreamy, or it can be delusional and deceptive and you know, the lower expression of that Neptunian Pisces energy. So with that in mind, we could see here on next Thursday night leading up to it and maybe shortly after problems with money or love matters, okay, cropping up because of our lack of ability to be discerning and discriminating at that particular time, okay? It's going to be real easy to see what we want to see with love and money matters and what we value rather than what actually is. Um, We could be more emotionally vulnerable and because of that, more susceptible to deceit from others and self-deceit. So um, romantic and idealistic imagination is aroused now, and we may be especially put off by anything vulgar or harsh. Um, If possible, we want to put off major decisions around this time and uh, making major decision-making around this time regarding any social or romantic involvement, especially as well as finances, okay? If you don't have to make a critical decision regarding love and money um, uh, at this time, don't, okay? It's going to be really easy to fall victim to predators who seek to take advantage of 
your caring and accepting nature at this time. If this is something you've been um, dealing with even more so next around next Thursday, just be mindful, be careful. Um, people could see your kindness as weakness, okay? And uh, they could appear more generous and loving than they really are. Uh, being over over idealizing and gullible can can lead to disappointment in love around this time or disappointment with money, okay? It could lead to embarrassment, financial loss that will have a detrimental effect on your self-esteem. So just be more aware of the potential dangers around this time. Any offers that sound too good to be true, schemes, um, dating sites, you know, uh, Neptune rules, the movies, the silver screen, even the computer screen. So be careful around this time what you um, feed into that, you know, is around these particular things. Um, If you're a generous person, my Leos, that's the signature of Leos, is being generous. Um, Leo rules the heart. Um, Being giving could have its problems around this time, okay? And you don't want to be the martyr (laughs) for love or generosity or anything like that. That ain't cute. Um, So when you have a heads up like this, just be especially mindful and nobody's going to take you off their kindest person that they know list um, just because around this day, um, the days surrounding this day, you choose to be more full of your own personal needs and, and desires as opposed to looking for someone else to fulfill them or acknowledge them in you, okay? Um, it's not going to be the best time to find your ideal partner or make investments. Um, just figure ways that you can satisfy that need for love and joy through other means, okay, that just have less risk attached. Um, you could definitely, with Venus being involved, you could utilize this energy, this creative energy for love and money to experience experiment with um, different styles of fashion, hair, or makeup, okay? Um, Neptune also um, influences Venus, as well, influences art, Um, but Neptune definitely taps into music and things like that, so music, dancing, art, or going to the movies, even, all bring a touch of fantasy or glamour to your life and fulfill that, you know, in that way, at least in in these few days, Um, and taking a more spiritual approach to your self-image or loved ones could also be beneficial now, okay? Don't be scared, just be aware and be mindful. And then we end the week with an extremely powerful Mars-Jupiter conjunction in the second deacon of Virgo, okay, 14 degrees. It's occurring um, Saturday, the 17th, 5.40 p.m. Central Standard Time. And... uh, It's just going to be a time when we possess a wealth of enthusiastic energy, okay? You've got Jupiter. Whenever, like I said before, whenever these planets conjunct, they bring out 
the the best and potentially the worst in each other. They they uh, magnify, so to speak, each other. And so you got Jupiter that's ex- bringing this expanding and growing um, influence uh, to Mars, which is that drive, that passion, that sex, that um, energy. So we could see definitely an increase in our uh, physical energy. We're going to be more uh, ready to take chances during this time. Our appetite can be insatiable around this time. And uh, we're we're probably going to have a really good sense of timing. We're going to feel strong, positive, adventurous, and urban. We could be competitive but in a friendlier way and be ready to rise to a challenge. We're going to be decisive um, and pursue our goals actively, okay? The only danger, especially um, when you're talking about Jupiter, is overdoing, okay? Uh, Anything that you want to start that requires energy, courage, initiative is going to be a good um, time to start it in the time leading up to um, next Saturday evening around 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, Our physical strength, like I said, is going to be heightened and, um, and, and also the instinct for how and when to start something. Uh, whatever you're feeling instinctually about what to do around this time is probably more than likely going to be spot on, just depending, of course. Um, everybody's different. You have the self-confidence you're going to need to achieve major success at this time. And it could be really in any area of life, spanning from relationships to career, but definitely anything of a physical nature. Mars is involved, and the expansion that Jupiter is bringing to Mars is going to command that we do something physical with it. Um, um, The only catch is it's going to be knowing when you've gone too far. So be on the lookout for overconfidence, over-exuberance, because uh, that's going to have the potential to get you in trouble when it comes to gambling or partying, okay? The good fortune of this transit will only go so far. you got to know when to pull out. So um, new relationships are definitely possible at this time because of that just that influence is, oh, it seems like it's over all of next week. So if you are single, Next week, October the 11th or the 17th, just might be your week, okay? There's so many influences that I've already discussed, even all the way up to this last one. It really favors the newness of relationships, and it's going to be possible with this influence because of the extra charisma and the supercharged sexual attractiveness. You've got Jupiter expanding all these Martian qualities. So um, uh, your passionate desires, this is this is as strong as they'll probably, you know, that you'll see them be, not ever because this influence, of course, transit will happen again. But, you know, take it. This is a time to take advantage. And you just got to do something physical to get the most out of it. If it's some really great sex, good for you. <laughs> Um, your passionate, uh, your directness and courage 
is going to win you favors, uh, whether it be in your love life or at work. You can definitely impress the boss by showing initiative and getting hard tasks completed. So, you know, if you're needing to make a good impression at the J.O., this is going to be a good time for that, although this is happening on a Saturday. But you can take this into Friday. I'm sure you'll be able to utilize this energy, too, because it will be applying in strength and intensity still. And then any kind of sports or adventure type activities are going to be favored for sure. And uh, if you need to take aggressive action in something, this is going to be a good time. If you need that, you know, fighting kind of, you got to do something and just got to get done, this is a good um, influence for that. Uh, You can definitely beat the competition in business. You can win a legal case or go on the physical attack with full confidence in yourself if need be, okay? Just use caution. Once again, know when to pull out, know when to know. then, okay? It's been such a divine opportunity and pleasure to be back with you guys once again this week. Please excuse the couple of um, disconnections that occurred, but we got through it anyway. Once again, you can contact me at my astrology coach, Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at myastrologycoach.com or directly through the Mama Dada Astrology um, Facebook page and Mama Dada Astro on Twitter. We have done it again, y'all. We will be back next um, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time to stay ahead. And I will talk to you all again then. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.